Welcome to Time Co. Presents. Today, we talk to our longtime friend, still and motion photographer Todd Taylor. What follows is a fly-on-the-wall recording of some photo skate dorks discussing topics that range from dollar movie cinema Easter eggs to sourcing VHS tapes to historical New Orleans East skate spots, and we attempt to explain why making art and making trash is the point, and usually one and the same. Hosted by Randy Perez and Ricardo Barras. Prepare to nerd out. Here we go. I'm not going to say legend. Everybody says legend nowadays. Uh, you could be like three years old and be a legend. <laughs> but people know his name. He's a le- legendary baby. Yeah. No, he's, he's no baby. He's, uh, actually not, le- he's actually a legend. No, no. But he's real, but... <laughs> um, yeah. So how you been? What's going on? Uh, just, you know, work and being an old person. <laughs> Whatever old people do. Just work and skate and trying to take photos and make art, I guess. That's cool. Uh, the reason why, and we talked a little bit about uh, beforehand, is uh, we brought you on is because one of our aesthetics, all three of us actually, is a little bit more uh, rough around the edges when, when it comes to the things that we enjoy, whether it's music or visuals and stuff. And And you do do a lot of like... Use a lot of interesting formats. Um, talk about some of the form because every time I talk to you, like I gotta, I want you to shoot VHS. <laughs> um, so yeah, I guess um, I yeah, I shoot a like right. I I mean, I've shot a ton of formats. I guess right now I've got some old VHS cameras uh, that you probably worked with them. The uh, the old Panasonic reporters. Oh yeah, yeah. They were like the like the they were like the cheap video school camera. I guess because they were they were a tank, you couldn't kill them. And when I actually went to video school, that was what everybody used. And I was like, oh, those things are terrible. I'm not using well, these are whack. Like, what era is that? Where are they from? Dude, they're from the, I guess they're from the 90s, but I don't think I was there till like the early 2000s or something. But like, yeah, they, they came out in maybe the mid 90s. Um, and it's a very popular camera that was like the school, it was like the, the go to get it for your school. TV production, whatever mm-hmm. it was. And they're kind of cool. They're three chip. They're whatever. Nobody's going to know what that means. Yeah, that was, I was like, three chip, <laughs> Jesus. Nobody's going to know what that means. But um, yeah, I didn't I didn't ever use them there. And then like, I, I've now acquired a bunch of them that were going in the trash and now I use them all the time. But I use a, I, I have an old Hi8 camera. Um, I like to drop things down to VHS. I think you liked, I did the weird, I don't want to totally give it away, but I, uh, I, created a kind of bizarre telecine process to make let's talk about it H- i don't want to give it a total okay. oh, yeah. well, how can magic. we talk about it it's uh all right i don't care i'll give it away yeah. don't give it away just tell uh, tell us enough somebody's just gonna uh, be like I, I gotta i gotta i gotta app for that I'm gonna, yeah yeah they're not gonna doing. do it they're not gonna do it so i i <laughs> i realized like we uh and I'm, I'm gonna go off course here a little bit but i realized like we we were super in youtube we were super into super eight we're like yeah. super eight looks sick but we weren't really watching proper Super 8. We were watching, most at least in the 90s, we were watching somebody stuck a projector on a sheet or a, the cleanest wall in their house, and they stuck a VHS camera or something, or they took it to a place that had a slightly better version of that. Yeah, it's not the Telecine yet. That yeah, 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 yeah. So then I was like, well, what if I shoot this HD in 24, project it on a wall, and then film it off of that wall and give it that same look because it's like a ghetto telecine. You're yeah. taking it, you're 24 and you're converting it in 30 in the worst way possible. And <laughs> it really kind of did create that look. 
let's let's back up for one second cuz uh, cuz I'm I'm realizing like we're getting thick you know in the thicket of the, <laughs> the the weeds without explaining that like for the longest time we were shooting on video cameras that look like video cameras and then it became a thing where you were like this looks like a soap opera and we hate <laughs> right. it and it's well, yeah it was the last thing you wanted it was all that you had it was the only you, thing yeah, that you really, when you only have one flavor of anything you want something else to you eat. really had no choice and then yeah. i think like what i i kind of remember i guess what was the first it was the panasonic the, the hvx 100 dvx 100 the dvx 100 it was like 24p and it was like whoa this is like a revolution and well i remember i remember if, Somebody was like, it looks just like 16. And I shot so much 16 and I threw it into Final Cut at the time next. And I was like, let me see, pull up some 16. And I was like, it doesn't look anything like 16, <laughs> but it looked so much better than what we It would, didn't look like video. It didn't look and like we, video. We were like hyped on it. I mean, it probably like, I know we, when we got one, we, we shot a lot more stuff. Like, I think it, it probably like made filmmaking happen. Like, people were probably like, Yo, they were probably like something like that we were just gonna do. Now, like we want to do it. Like we want to shoot this camera. We want to see what we can do. We want to see where we can go with this. And then I think the HVX, and then uh, well, the, that was the DVX, and then the HVXs came out, right? Mm -hmm. And then the HVXs were like, yeah, like I mean, the HVXs went crazy. And then I think just like it really went nuts when like, I guess they made that five D with video. Like that was the one that was like, yo, we're really making films now. You know, like we can make like you know, as long as it's not blown up like 30 feet, like yeah. you ain't got to tell that this is not made on film or not. Somebody will, but Spielberg or something. Yeah. <laughs> no, but, but like, as far as like most people could tell, like that was film. And I mean, I remember like, I learned a lot more, like there was all kinds of things that I probably should have already known, but I didn't because it didn't matter. It was video. And that, that didn't make a big difference that you didn't get that right. But then you're like, Oh man, like, 180 degrees of shutter this matters dude like you know like why, why is my video like why is it so jarring and yeah. it's like oh because you're you're not using dv anymore and you can't get away with that you know do you uh because i mean obviously uh the skateboard rig the 1000 and 2000s are, are uh a sort of sought after is do you feel like some of it isn't nostalgic in the sense of like trying to recreate but well you know what's funny is is i remember when uh, at one point when uh, widescreen became a thing, because yes, kids, at one point it was four by three, everything was four by three. And I remember you were like, I don't know why people wanted to shoot in, in 16.9. It should all be four by three. It's like, it's like an interview. There's all this extra space that you don't need. <laughs> and, and it's like, and then I realized, I walked away and I was like, oh, this dude's a skateboard filmer. They want to see head to toe without all that other bullshit on the side. Like, Well, in, in the beginning, though, they didn't know how to do it. I remember I'd like look at Saturday Night Live and like they would have like the two dudes, they'd have like two people. And I'm like, yo, there's all this. <laughs> and it may be because they knew someone was going, but I, think, I feel like a lot of people didn't know. Even in skateboarding, I think it took them a while to realize like, you know, you used to just like fisheye and just to, you put the person in the middle. But now, like, if they're sitting still to fisheye in sixteen by nine, you kind of like pan them from the right to the left. You know, yeah. um, when and a lot of times you're doing it blind because you're fucking. Yeah, this is more like stair stuff. Like, oh, okay. Where you kind of oh, looking, yeah, yeah, gotcha. where you used to kind of keep them in the middle. You keep them in the middle, and you kind of got this weird space. And then somebody figured out, like, oh, like you kind of like you creep them from left to right in it. You know, even though they're still in the of, yeah. middle, like you can't just keep them totally in the middle all the time. Yeah, I definitely remember like watching some Saturday Night Live stuff. And do you know the Seinfeld thing with the uh, green screen? No. So evidently like Seinfeld was shot on film, but uh -huh. it was like 16 by nine, but all like, I guess a lot of the TV, all the big budget TV was shot on like 16 by nine, but for probably budget or cause they just never thought of the future. 
all the stuff they green screened, they only did a four by three green screen. Oh, really? So evidently, if you watch like Seinfeld on Netflix or something where they stream like the the remastered sixteen by nine, when they're in the car, there's green blocks. On really? It. I don't know if that's true. I haven't huh. seen it, but like. I've definitely heard that that was like a thing that like the like That's they because yeah they just why why stretch it out you yeah know? Like, no, didn't make sense nobody nobody thought you well, were watching right, this right. well it's like funny like I remember years ago going to the theater uh, the movie theater and and I, I mean I don't know the exact terms of it but they would have a, a, the wrong gate or on the projector because obviously there's different lenses and, and whatnot and you would literally I watched whole movies at the at the fifty cent show. <laughs> on vets that had the boom in a shot like literally you watching Clint Eastwood walking and the boom is like so like the boom was actually on the negative but it was what? but they cropped it out and it was yeah that's crazy I mean you literally like you're watching a boom move from character to character the boom is on the negative and that's oh, yeah all movies well I don't I'm not saying not, it's not, all movies not, but it was like but, back but I mean that movie wasn't well, a they, singular movie that, and they but, just knew that they were matting it out or whatever and, and like because that was the yeah it was crazy the dollar show was the greatest man like, boom, I, <laughs> boom's in yeah it's just like this movie's terrible but it's hilarious I saw Stargate at the dollar show and like halfway through I guess the sub blew out but like it was like right when they went to the other world Yes. So I thought that was just the sound of the other world. I thought it just had this weird, like... It's underwater. I thought, I was like, oh, that's sick. And then later I told somebody, they're like, no, that, that's not in there at all. So, so this is this is why we're having this podcast about, like, crap that's not supposed to be in it we, that we love. But, uh, but yeah, like, going back to it. So, um, so, yeah, like, because of the things were so clean for so long, we spent a lot of time trying different things but you've tried some kooky shit but like <laughs> but yeah but recently i saw you at a uh, at a fashion show and he's like he's running around with a full like mom and pop 1985 like vhs you like put it in full full, full tape and the thing is is if you never operated one of those in a long time the eyepiece is like this fucking big <laughs> uh, yeah how did we he's making it? a very small yeah, you're like a sphincter, like. But uh, the, 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 I mean, the great thing about when you're shooting VHS is like, since you're already making it crappy, like it does, you can't really mess it up. Like yeah. it's like if it's out of focus, it's cool. Like yeah. it's VHS. You also left out the part though. I had the GoPro on top. I was thinking oh. the GoPro <laughs> in 4K 24P. That's that's the 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 dual duality to everything. <laughs> um, but yeah, like like going back to it, it's like 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 Super 8. Even like I mean, you've mess with different have you ever messed with pixel vision at all no i knew about it it's like weird there would be in old videos and i i just knew there was something weird and like whatever i never i never saw it there was a so the stereo video which is like a legendary skate video i think there was an original version that the whole intro was shot in pixel vision really there was like a 4-1 i mean uh no way on this guy 411 you know 411 yes yes 411 there was a that. video magazine that was mailed to you and you loved it yeah. thank you thank oh that's cool rick's gonna like explain everything there yeah no that's, that's good. about that's about, no, no, that's that's about, about really as much awesome. as i can explain that's really awesome yeah yeah that no, was really awesome but so at the end of it they would have this news section and then they're like news section and then it would be like upcoming videos so there was like a promo for the stereo video and oh, it's yeah. like, I think it's like, uh, it might be Dune or Jay, one of them. And they're like in a boxing outfit and they're jogging. And they had obviously filmed this whole skit. There was the intro of the video. And then when the video came out, it looked like an arty jazz film. So they obviously like threw that whole thing out. But, That's funny. Yeah. yeah. But Josh from, from 401 fame is, is, uh, is a friend of Time Code. 
Yeah, Josh. Josh is uh, so back to four one one. We bought Josh in a few times, and Josh was the kind of the genius behind four one one. It really changed everything. I mean, there was a point where there was five or six video magazines, and you know, it's it's kind of almost a precursor to how we digest skateboarding on the internet now. Because back in the day, right, a video would have a focus, like it would have a, a kind of a theme, which I love. Like I loved that it. it was like a thirty twenty to thirty forty minute focus. But 411 was just articles. So you would have like, oh, here's a little thing on this guy. Here's a little company thing. Here's a contest. And like that is really how you look at stuff on the internet now. You're like, oh, cool, the Thrasher. Like the new one was the Thrasher Hellbomb. And you watch the Thrasher Hellbomb. And then tomorrow Mark Suchu will drop apart. And then we'll watch a contest or, you know, then I'll I watch Walker Ryan talk about skateboarding for 20 minutes, you know. So, but that was, I, I mean, I think 411 really set that format off. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you you never that, you don't have to see my my Pixel Vision rig is pretty pretty dope. <laughs> yeah, you well, got a, you have like a fancy modern Pixel Vision. Well, it's I got it modded. Some oh, I can't remember the guy's name, but he's in Kansas. Bent Instruments, I think it is. He does he does like a lot of like oh. mods and stuff, and uh, and he modded and it's like a there's like a video amplifier and then there's like all these like shit that you would do like you press the you press two of these like it's almost like a uh you probably know it seems like a musical thing where if you put your thumb over these two sort of oh, metal it's called a button yeah <laughs> well it's like t- it's these two like metal terminals i guess and you put your finger over it and all of a sudden the screen melts it's like weird it's like it's like video melting and shit but anyway so but but weird. what it is is it the main thing it was is it's the amplifier and then two an audio video uh rca out and i got the ch- like this there's this weird cheap flip out 1080p um camcorder that actually takes it in i and i i, I built my hi8 rig off of your you telling me you explaining yeah. how your rig so wait what, what, what what's the hi8 rig i just found an old hi8 camera that didn't have a screen didn't oh you wanted to go hd well, so no hard. i just didn't want to i didn't want to deal with tape ah. so i i had heard how you did it and i found one of those deals and I rigged it out, and then yeah, you just record it. You it just goes it straight card. to card. Yeah. So you yeah. don't have to worry about capturing. Talk about capturing a little bit because it does get a little funky. I mean, besides shooting it HD off a wall or. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't think it got all. I don't think it got. I'm trying to think. What did I do? So I had to do something weird. I guess. Oh, well, you're so, about to, we, we got a plan to do something that's like you got all. Oh, kinds of crazy so I, I think like I would. Yeah, I guess I would. You would have to. You'd have to bring. You'd have to bring all your raw footage in, and then you'd have to edit it into what you wanted because you didn't want to just record everything off the wall and be there all year. So you'd like you'd make a rough, and then I what I would do is I make a rough on the laptop, and then I would run the laptop out to a projector project on the wall and then whatever camera probably at hvx film it off the wall so it is like it's kind of a drawn out process like you already like you know it's like five steps because in which the whole point of hd was what two steps like you plug your card in you bring everything in but yeah you're doing that twice i guess or three times i don't know but but do you ever do you ever try to like is have you ever captured like vhs or i mean hiate or any of these other formats back in um what do you mean like back in like, like in other words like do you digitize because i mean obviously like when when it, these aren't digital it's an analog format so it's got to be processed in so yeah what but i like what a lot of people don't know is if you've got like an old version of final cut maybe you could do it on a new version if you got a broken vx all those mm-hmm. vx's have a digital encoder so you take your broken vx or your homie's broken vx you plug the firewire into your old school final cut people don't even know what firewire is anymore <laughs> so it changed video but uh, you plug your firewire in and then anything that has rca outs you plug that into your vx 
Okay. Oh, so the VX has got an input. It works as a pass through? Yeah, it's a VX, converter. The VX has a digital, digital converter. converter. Oh, wow. That was part of the marketing with the VX. Maybe I don't know about the VX1. The VX 2000s definitely had it. So, so okay. you plug. So I I mean, I have, I still have the rig at my work because people still bring me old stuff. So it's like there's a broken VX 2000 mm-hmm. with the Firewire in, and then you just plug the RCAs, and there's a the stack of VHSs, and even you've got a DVD machine if people need it. Like they've got some learning DVD they need to digitize yeah. that I can't rip or something. So that's that's the one way. But I also have a a couple of recorders like that thing that i had to rig up the high eight so my vhs i'll just record it on vhs Mm -hmm. and then i'll plug that in and just play it and then i can record it in there and then have a digital oh wow that's cool well where do you source tapes um i have a stash of them i don't know where (laughs) like i know but um a lot of times you can find them at there i've i've seen blank vhs's at thrift stores i've seen them at thrift stores too but i mean you can't just like go there and be like oh i'm gonna pick one up at the thrift store well it's a definitely a gamble so the palace uh palace skateboards which is like probably more known as a fashion brand but they did their first two videos were all on vhs Mm. and i mean i don't know if they're lying or they're exaggerating but they would just be like they would just walk like they didn't do tape they'd walk into like a thrift store and they'd just like go grab a tape and then they were like started to recognize that certain tapes had certain characteristics (laughs) like the film stocks so there was like a tape that they just kept recording because it said it put like a little bit of green on it or something and all that but they were like yeah so i guess they'd be skating if you run out of tape you just go find like a thrift store and you just go in there and you buy like a disney tape and put some put some tape over, over the, the, the tabs <laughs> but i didn't even think about it that way that's like super grimy should we do like a video of that just so people have no idea like people <laughs> have no idea of like we're gonna explain all these antiquated <laughs> styles just just like what do you have? like look you put this oh you can't record over this stick a sticker over it <laughs> so so well how do you um because it's funny because uh uh for me personally, I came from 16 and then loved that look. And then obviously a lot of the films that I love, like French New Wave and early 70s New York films and like very grimy and, 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 and grainy. And then I got into super clean video and I was like, I hate this. I hate, <laughs> I fucking hate this. And then I spent all this time like figuring out and then, you know, being able to do blend modes and finding rollouts and like literally like, filming stuff off the wall that that you can bring in and then i would do stuff where i would like you know uh shoot lights and shit to like mimic rollouts like and then you would make blend modes and uh but now like it's kind of a style like it's like it's kind of not it's not kind of a style it's like it's like what instagram instagram is kind of like a bootleg holga camera if you know, in a, in a way, well, yeah. it started. It's like, oh, you throw an Instagram filter yeah, on it. Yeah, now, yeah. nobody really cares about it. There's all these other things, but like, I see these, it's like th- throws on and you know, on a TikTok video, or whatever. Like, how, how does it feel to like, to all of a sudden it feels like almost like it's a, it could be a fad? I don't think it's a, you know, because like, I, I mean, it is because everybody wants everything to look old, but I mean, you know, and I know, I start to see like, Yo, I, I know that's a filter. Like, it's at a point where, like, I know that filter. Like, yeah. I, I mean, what I always think it's funny is, like, uh, there's there's a there's a fuzz. What do you, what do you call it? Ant races or whatever? Mm-hmm. And everybody rips the first one from YouTube. I recognize <laughs> it. Like, everybody that needs, like, it sounds stupid, but everybody that needs, like, oh, let's, let's get the VHS fuzz. Yeah. Or there's a glitch. And I, you could 
pull it up. It's the play it out for us. It's the first, it's like the first three ones that come up on YouTube. And it's like to the point where like I recognize it. And I get mad when I see like real art motherfuckers, like, yeah. pro- like people that are like, I know create cool stuff. And I'm like, yo, you really just ripped like Ant Races too? Like, come on, dude. Like go a little deeper or create your own, yeah. you know? Like, yeah. I mean, I think a lot of the fun is just figuring out how to create that stuff. Like I loved... Uh, I loved, um, I would like play with the shutter. You ever play with the shutter and just have a flash and create your own, uh, no. your own white, what do you call it? Oh, like a, like the a flash, flash frame? Yeah, no. I definitely have like sat in the studio at work with like a flash. and like, Blinded, blinded yourself? No, no. Yeah. <laughs> just put it in, probably ruining the, like probably ruining the chips on the camera, you yeah, know, yeah, just yeah. like hitting the big flash. But just sitting there and like playing with shutter speeds until you get it where it like rolls like a, like a film oh, burn, funny. Yeah, you know, yeah. and just like, oh, that's it, you know, like. I definitely made one for that kid Brian Paul's film. Like we, and I definitely sat there until we got the right one because he needed one. And yeah. you know, and you just figure out like, okay, cool. Then you put that with like a cross, not a cross fade, but like a with like a wipe. Yeah, and then it looks like it's like, oh shit, that looks like a. Looks I remember like a the first time. I don't know what we were doing, editing some skate video or something, <clears throat> and we had it whatever mode we had it in. Accidentally pointed it at the TV. Oh, and it gets all the feedback, or whatever. We we were like, "Whoa, what just happened?" For the next hour, we just like, <laughs> yeah, do like, this. No, look, give me, let shit. me, let me. It's my turn. Give me the thing. That's the best. Yeah. That, that's that's that whole intro of the Alien Workshop video. They kind of do a nap, but they're adding light to it, mm-hmm. and then they put all the video over it. And that that's always like a classic intro. But yeah, yeah, I think everybody, everybody, I feel like you're not a real '90s video artist if you never. Turn the camera on, connected it to the TV, and pointed. Yeah. Sorry, you're not an artist. <laughs> right. I know that everybody did it. It's kind of basic in one way, but that's it. Like it's that's like your art. that's your first art film right there. Yeah. Is like turning it around and like, or like, ha- and then like having your face, your friend's face in front of it, and it like multiplies it or something. You know, it's like going into <laughs> like a kaleidoscope. What was like even? I even remember like actually it was like in the Burger King parking lot, like finding out that the which scene, Burger King, the one by Delgado. Oh. Yeah, yeah, you know that one. Yeah, yeah. The um, like finding out that the high eight or probably what even the eight millimeter with camera oh, yeah. was like uh, it was so clean that if you just put it down, that you could like have your friend do like the Bugs Bunny frame, like they could skate, and then you have them come back around the camera and they could skate back in, and it looks like one frame. You oh, know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, everybody does that kind of stuff on Instagram now, like with you know whatever, but. You were saying Instagram is the whole go. I was thinking, what is, is it like a Hitchcock? Film? Who's the who, who's credited with the is the Hitchcock cut? Which one? Where, oh, where you like oh. go into the person's black shirt? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's like the rope. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Where the long he, it would be his cuts for yeah. those long. Well, he did he did a film cuts, called yeah. Rope where it was like seven cuts or something like that. Yeah. It's like oh, not even the long, but just the whole thing where you like it's like you you match the cut. With right, like it goes a, into somebody's like and then it comes obs- out. It obscures it, but it's not an obvious and cut. Then, it's like somebody's shirt. And then you put the cut, right. and then it comes right. out. Yeah. It's like. Yeah, I mean, that's all Instagram is now. Like, yeah. all the reels are just, like... Well, the thing that's kind of interesting about all of that, I mean, besides the fact that it's, like, everybody's... Like, not just everybody that's filmmakers, but just everyone is doing it, right? It's But it's interesting that that uh, that there are... Because, like, it's weird because we're... There's, there's filmmakers, right? Like, I mean, everybody's that we talk to really are filmmakers, but, like, there are people that make, like, narrative films, and then there's people that make weird shit, like, that they might make narrative films as well, but, like, skate videos or whatever it is and, like, music videos and, like, it's, like, we're trying to figure out all these things and it's interesting that there's a lot of people that are doing some really interesting 
cuts or like they're doing, you know, uh, like like where there's like two or three people in a in a shot where it's on sticks and it's, you know, but then they move it in post and you know, I mean. Well, you were talking earlier about how. Uh People now are waiting for their apps to tell them it's okay to do this. Or that they can do it. That they yeah. can do it because you're waiting to do it in an app because that's how you know how to do it. But it's pretty hard to, like, make stuff up with your phone. <laughs> like, I wouldn't know how to do that. Your phone is like an entity or your computer is like an entity. It's not like, oh, you're not going to, you know, accidentally facing your camera at your television or whatever it's like it's, it's like it's the, in the app box. says hey yeah, this yeah. is what we could do well, right. so that's what i don't even know if y'all are that deep what i didn't <laughs> find i didn't find out until like uh my homie she told me a lot of those real they're just templates like those people aren't actually doing like some people are oh doing, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah like the reels it's a template that you could just copy so like you just load your images yeah. in and then it just puts it together so it's like you think like people are doing some stuff and then you find out you're like Oh no! Like this is just a thing, and you just you just film the three pieces, and it puts it together, and it mm, cuts on the beat or it zooms, you know, whatever it does, and it's yeah. So you know, yeah, they're they're. I guess they're doing some filmmaking. Are, are you are you uh, are you messing? I think we've talked about it a little bit. Uh, are you messing with any kind of like? Because like I see a lot of people using like you know like uh, what is it like the it's not the Canon like the the sure shots or like these like sort of like you know two thousands. Like car, like SDs, or I don't even know what, what they would shoot on. Like two megapixel, whatever. Um, I used to do it. I used to like get. I used to have like the sure shot in my. Uh, it was just you know sitting in the dash or whatever, and I'd be driving. There's like yeah, you see that there's a lot of videos where I'm like driving fast or something. It's like raining and I'm filming because it just looked cool. Yeah. And yeah, those kind of had a weird effect because I I don't know they had like a. I think the video maybe, was definitely not. They were like a hybrid format maybe because maybe it was like. I don't. I don't know. I have. We have to look up and see what the texts are. But I, but I remember taking some of it and slow mowing it, and it kind of had a filmish look to it mm. because maybe it was like standard definition, but it was like some weird like progressive. It wasn't like interlaced, and yeah. you could kind of get a good effect if you played with it. I definitely had a, a stage where videos where I was like really like yeah, it's like it was the size of your phone, so it was always there, so you could always like oh, look at the crazy lights on the Superdome and, like, you know, yeah. just, like, driving and holding it and being dangerous and all <laughs> that. But, like, yeah, like, so I would always have just all these weird, you know, you see the crackhead walking with no pants on across, <laughs> like, you know, like, Chef Highway. And you're like, oh, shit, like, let me grab this thing, you know? And it's yeah. just, like, boom, turn it on, hit the button. And they were pretty fast, so... Is there like a filmmaking community about that? Or? I, well, I've been seeing people start to use it for photography, like it's a look, like like specifically flash photography of like you, you can know. put it on the slow shutter. And it looks that's what I used to do. I put it on the slow shutter and it looks kind of cool. It doesn't. Yeah. You put it on the regular shutter, it looks trash. Yeah, you know, with the flash. I think I think that the trash is kind of what people are going for. You know I what I mean? Like, but I mean, it's kind of like. <laughs> but, there's boxes and boxes of them at the thrift store. I don't know if yeah. you go to the thrift store. You go there, it's just like you get, you know, there's like a hundred of those things in a box. If so you can charge them, but that's a big thing. It's, I mean, it only makes sense that people are going to start figuring out a way. I mean, yeah, it'd be sick. Like what? I mean, people have done crazy. Like there's a, there's like a, was a kid in like uh, New York that took one of the, sound like an old idiot, but uh, <laughs> took one of the games. Like maybe, maybe it was like the first Nintendo yeah. thing that had the camera and you can like video. Oh, like the Game Boy. The Game Boy has a, Video. Yeah, it's like the Game Boy, one of the real rudimentary ones, and he glued a, a iPhone fisheye to it, and he really? made a whole skate video like on the Game Boy or whatever. What? Damn. Yeah, and I mean, it was just something simple. He probably just had a game dump. Like he's probably like, still playing his Game Boy, and he's like probably like maybe joking, like filmed a skate clip. He's like, oh, what if I had a fisheye on yeah. the Game Boy? You know, and like whatever. So, 
I think, I mean, right? Like, I mean, that's where that's where people are going to get it. It's probably some kids going to be like, oh, I had one of these. Like, I remember my dad having this cannon elf, and, like, you could shoot, and somebody's going to get it and play with it and, and make art, you know, or, like, make trash or just have fun, I guess. Like, that's the point, you know? That is the point, isn't it? Do you feel like, because uh, I, like, and, and I don't know if your trajectory is the same as mine, but, like, it went from trying to make... Uh, clean video to look interesting but now you're in a place where like the video like you know if you're using a ex3 or not an ex3 fx3 um or you know whatever fx6 or you know the c300 or whatever it is um you can make that look beautiful and cinematic and and film like or whatever do you find that you're not chasing a film look as much as you're just like, what the fuck? Well, can I just whack this shit out? It's like, hey, it's like four <laughs> frames a second, but it looks crazy. Um, I think, uh, I don't know. Lately, I've been just more on a lens thing. I've kind of like, I, me personally, like for, I've, I'm kind of on like, I've been shooting with a GH5 and I have a crazy fisheye, a 360 fisheye. And I've kind of been trying to film with that, like people do, like the the Japanese version of VX one thousand filming, where it's mm -hmm. like you're like an inch away from somebody's foot, like you're trying to almost hit them with the camera, but doing that at four K and not doing it. And I'm not the only person; there's a few people, but it's not super prevalent. So that's what I'm doing. But as far as like my other videos, like yeah, I mean, I'm still trying to, I'm trying to make some dirty twenty four P. Like if I like if I'm just on art mode, like in my the camera that I carry around, and I'm you know, filming some dude swimming in the fountain, you know, in Jackson Square. It's going to be 24P. You know, I've got a fake Holga lens. I've got a couple lenses. I'm I'm definitely trying to make it look, yeah, probably some sort of version of, like, Super 8 or whatever. But I think the, always the thing that was kind of different is, like, I feel like when you were making stuff, you always wanted it to be, like, uniform. Like, you decided to yeah. look and wanted it. I've always been about, like, the mixed media thing. Like, I wanted it to... I wanted clean HD. I wanted a, I wanted VHS. I wanted Super 8. I wanted, like, some filmed off the TV. I, I wanted that weird, like... Contrast of, of media. Yeah, yeah. I mean, the closest... I mean, I don't, I don't know what people mainstream would know. Like, what was that... What was that Oliver Stone movie? Like, uh, Natural Born Killer. Natural Born oh, yeah, Killers yeah. kind of Like, he kind of had a lot of yeah. that. But, like, art films. Like, you know, like, art films would... You, yeah, you just see like cool. you know what's a, a film that was like that is Three Kings. If you ever saw it with Marky Mark and Ice Cube, you ever saw that? that they like it's a heist in the Middle East. They they like I saw part of it. I don't but really they like they did like cross processing and E and R. Like like if you watch it, like there's like like there's a scene that's normal, and then all of a sudden it's just whacked the fuck out. Like uh, mm. you know now now you would talk about the color grade, but back then it was it was the the way that it was processed and whatnot. It was crazy, but that's sort of the same thing. It was like a contrast situation. Yeah, I always just loved that whole kind of art film thing where there was just a bunch of different formats, you know what I mean? Like, I just I just definitely liked nonsensical. Probably It probably came from, like, music videos, if you want to know. I'm trying to think of, like, what, like, epic art. I didn't see any epic art films. I saw MTV, you know? Like, yeah. <laughs> so it was probably some, I'm sure, like, you know, those dudes were experimenting back then. So I'm sure, like, they were, you know, shooting some of it on VHS, some of it on film. Yeah, I'm sure probably, there's probably pixel vision footage. We didn't know what it was, really. It was yeah. that grainy black and white, you know what I'm saying? Like... I, I always I did I did always just love like whatever what is it like they I don't know how they shot it but I think it was like the Hannibal movie they like made the intro look like it was all shot on security cameras oh yeah I know what you're talking about um yeah yeah, yeah. it was it, I think it was Hannibal 
Yeah, yeah. Remember, it was just like yeah. this crazy look, and I was like, oh, that's like sick that they did yeah. that." Like, no, and like everybody, you know, nobody caught that, nobody cared about that. But like, <laughs> film nerds, you know. But okay. and since then, you've never tried to film with a security camera, like unmount it. And no, no, I definitely figured it. out exactly how to do that on my VX. <laughs> like, I knew exactly. Like, I was like, "Oh, you just drop it into the digital zoom." This is God. We're getting into <laughs> this is like nerd talk from hell. That's okay. This is no, this is nerd that's talk. That's what this is. Nerd talk. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But I mean, I don't know if y'all remember. Like, the, they would have the fake zoom on the on yeah. the video camera, so you get real close. Yeah. but it was actually just zooming into the sensor so yeah. it looked real grimy yeah. and i think i had figured out i was like oh like you just yeah you full digital zoom drop the shutter speed down and like yeah you got that same look as like the hannibal movie that's funny oh i have uh i have i bought it at a thrift store it's like one of the first like i guess it was a consumer sony camera so it's it's like the ghostbusters joint with the it's like a, it, it looks like a super 8 camera but it has a uh an xlr that goes to a bag but I don't have the bag. Oh, I just yeah, have the video. camera. But I plugged it into a TV before, and it works. We could rig. We could rig that two-year thing. Oh, that would we be dope. Did. So there's a camera because it, it's it's just black and white. Yeah, yeah. We could probably rig that. Uh, we just gotta get some adapters. Going. What is it? <laughs> it's 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 a, like an early consumer video camera. Like you, you ever saw Ghostbusters with where uh, Dan Aykroyd's walking around with the the bag? Oh yeah yeah yeah. yeah so yeah, the, yeah. they used to, used to have like a twelve-pound recorder. Or something. <laughs> right, right, right. So the camera was separate. And you would right. be tethered to it. So I have this, we have this camera at my work and I, I guess it's kind of a no, it's like, a, it was like the big camera. I think it's a JVC. It's an orange JVC ENG camera. Wow. It's a big ass ENG camera, right? And it still didn't have a deck in it. Like it's like, <laughs> it's like full shoulder, like blah, blah, blah. And it has a um, BNC out. So we, we took the BNC, we rigged, you know, rigged it up to RCA and I put plugged a bullet it in. on it. Yeah. I plugged it in and you get it. And it's like got those, like, remember, like you'd see the seventies porn and the, the lights would trace, like you'd get the weird, I don't know what that was. Yeah. 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 The, like, I, well, you see it on I like, a, that, they call it open real video look or whatever they would shoot on that, but it looks like, uh, it's like a Marvin Gaye clip where he's like singing on soul <laughs> yeah, train. And it's like, or, a, like a, it like bleeds almost. It's, yeah. Yeah, it's just a sensor issue, you know, yeah. but it's like, you would see it's definitely from a period of cameras where like it, the, the lights would, it was like PBS specials and stuff yeah. like that would look like that. Like dark shadows would look yeah. like that or it would trace. Yeah. But yeah, we took one of those and like the, the guy I work with is like an engineer. So he, he, I don't know what he did. He made, he somehow, powered it like i could i'm not yeah. that smart i know how to, i know how to plug in audio video cables and adapt things but he powered it and then i got the rig and we recorded like just some dumb stuff like 20 seconds inside the studio and yeah. it was cool so yeah you could you could probably rig that up to like your camera that's yeah oh, I mean, that'd be great yeah that's no. a great look well rick and i uh <laughs> we did a, a a music video recently we shot some pixel vision that that and I used the lens baby. The whole other thing, like I like I had the control freak. It's like the older lens baby. So the lens baby, if anybody's listening, now we're like super nerd <laughs> out. But it's it's basically a tilt shift. But it's like they on crack basically. Yeah, that thing was wild. Yeah, it's cool. It's I so love the so. Of it. Well, it changes the 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 plane of focus, so it's not like on a I don't know parallel plane with your subject. I guess. Have you ever tried to? Have you ever figured out how to fake pixel vision? I've definitely thought about it. I guess I got too late. I haven't. I I, I mean, I, I, I kind of think like maybe it's just a, like you just compress it down and then bring it's, it back. It's out. block. Like when you, when you, because uh, uh, the first project I've done with Pixel Vision was, was uh, the high file lobotomy music video thing. It was, it like, because the thing is, is you, you shoot on HD. Well, you shoot, you shoot it out to that HD camera and it, it basically takes up the middle of a, it's just like a postage stamp in the middle of the thing. Yeah. And then when you, when you pop it in, you're like, oh shit, it's not gonna fill. 
a 16, like I got to put like eight of these to <laughs> fill up a, a, like, and I would still have to stretch it to make it conform. And then I was like, well, you know, we shoot it to make it look like shit. So we're like, all right, we'll just stretch it out the whole thing. And then it becomes like really blocky where it's like, which is fine. But like one of the things that I thought was cool that I, that, that I played with because it's literally black and white with some subtle, uh, like, I don't know what the, the latitude of it, but it's like two or <laughs> whatever, yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what I mean? Like the latitude is very narrow. It's pretty much black or white. It's pretty yeah. much black and white with, with just a little bit of gray. But, but I, what I did was, is I, I put some, um, some color overlays in, in uh, Premiere or After Effects. I can't remember which one it was, but it, it all of a sudden, it, like, it was very interesting. And, and, but it's also a thing that like, if you do shoot, because it's so contrasty and if you light it to where it's like you have a, a really good, like say exposed face and everything else goes off to black, you could frame another shot that does the same thing, almost like what you would do with a double exposure on film. Okay. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. so then you could start creating these almost like, my, I didn't do that for the video, but like montage things, but that's that's like something that I learned in that process. And I was like, oh, okay. Like if, if it goes to black, then I could put something else on it. Like that, you know, that fits in there and it looks like all of a sudden you're creating a, a You could montage. probably do some really cool like video kind of like building because it is so low res that you could like bring in like a half of a thing and it would look like, you know, you don't have to blend it or something. There's, yeah. probably, there's probably some nerdy stuff you can do if you just really sit there and like block stuff out and frame it. Yeah, if you like, planned it out, you could do some really cool shit. Yeah, like you could really have like two people in a frame but like you would never see a blend, you know? Yeah, exactly. It looks like it's just like one, like almost like a, a Bohemian Rhapsody. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know yeah, I mean? yeah, yeah. Like that's like kind of the concept. Out and you see the thing, like the like uh, if you went to Sears and had your it, double, <laughs> shot, double that, shot. That's probably more what it is. Right. <laughs> <It's yeah>. like, <laughs> Thinking Bram Stroke is Dracula, dude. Oh, but there you go. Now you're going high know, end on us. I didn't know for that long that, that was a practical effect. Did you know that? No. Mm -hmm. There's all these like weird kind of double like, scenes. Yeah. And it was like they did it in camera like practical. Like it is obviously it was a time when they, they could have like, it wasn't anything super incredible. So it was a time when they could have like, you know, done it. <laughs> right. Yeah. No, yeah. No, just yeah. Yeah. So like they, they did that some sort of practical effect and it was really cool. Yeah. Um I got a question for you. What's that? So uh uh what's the first what's the first video you saw? Like how did you find out who I was? That's how do how did I meet you? Um, did I meet you? How did, how the hell did I meet you? Or like what video, you don't remember what video you saw or anything? Was I, it like Freight One or something? It, I, I can't even remember how I met you. You just always existed. <laughs> yeah, like, you were always just, there. I'm, no, I'm, I'm, I mean, I, I remember, I'm, you know, obviously I went to a lot of the premieres and the screenings and stuff, but I'm trying to remember because... I mean, you were on probably. I mean, you were in the first season of Time Code, so I I in knew the you. First season, I think so. Like in two thousand three. Okay. So oh, yeah, yeah, definitely. So, so I've known you at least that long, but I, for some reason, like I didn't meet you through Philly or Eric. Philly would have still been a kid by that point. Yeah. Philip was like eleven and ninety-seven. So he oh was Jesus, like, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, well, maybe Eric. Maybe Eric at the I don't, bar or something. I, yeah, I don't know, but I, I, yeah, no, but I've been knowing you a long time. So I don't know if you remember. So it maybe, and it's. I feel like it could have been you, but it, maybe it was Rome. I feel like when we did the first Freight Elevators video, I somehow got you dudes as like phone number or something. Uh -huh. I think maybe y'all were like, y'all had like a, a like a dude. My brain doesn't work, but it's like <laughs> I feel like maybe y'all had a web like a really basic website or something. We had a website. 
like early though, like maybe like 2001 or 2002? Well, 2000, well, we were starting to do stuff, but we became time code in 2003. There was some sort of like- uh, we, were, we were hustling since the 90s because we were doing like, like uh, the back that ass up. Well, you also, like, at that, now that he said that, I feel like in that era, like I knew you as somebody who could build websites. I think you no. told me like, oh, I build websites. I did and like, I was like wow, he's a magician. I did, I did black menace. I was like, I taught myself how to do HTML, very basic. I did, I did the fat fat and all that website. And, and it was so funny because like, you, you remember how you would have like the menus and it was like cool to have like an animated menu. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, yo, I got this great idea. And I had a picture like Wild Wayne's head like kind of move from <laughs> item to item and they were like nah we don't like that i'm like what are you talking about this is, dope. This is, this is the future and bro. they didn't like that and they hated like it that? and then what was that shit that came out it was like flash or whatever i started doing flash for a second but like yeah no i had i was like in the deep in the uh you know the local rap scene anybody that master p was cousins with i was doing their websites so you, somehow y'all had some sort of i don't know maybe it was on the show or uh -huh. maybe it was like y'all had some sort of bulletin board it was like somewhere it would be like film events like or maybe i just had a I, dude i don't really know what it was y'all had, we had kind of active though like y'all yeah. had a phone number Oh, really? Y'all had a phone number, and, like, I called you. I called you from my office at Delgado. I remember, like, this is when we were in, like, the whole building. It's not there anymore. Yeah. And I called you, and, like, I don't know if it was you. It might have been Rome. It's probably me. But it was, like, such, like, a hip-hop moment because I was like, <laughs> yo, like, I got this video. We did this skate video. We're having a premiere. I wonder if y'all can, like, promote it. And you're like, yo, son, we got, like, no money. <laughs> I don't have a piece of paper that I could print it out. Like, you know, like, gave me this whole spiel about being poor, but it was, like, kind of, like, wrapped out. Like, it wasn't rapping, but it was, like, just, like, kind of poetic. Like, yo, son. Maybe it I was mean, wrong. Yo, son, I know that sounds like y'all are doing cool stuff, but, like, you know, I can't print it out on a piece of paper. Like, I can't put it on this. Like, blah, blah, blah. But keep us informed or something. And I was like, oh, all right, cool. That was a waste of time. <laughs> like, not really. Like, you still remember it. Like Dude, I do not remember later. any of that. It <laughs> might have been Rome. That's funny. Yeah, no, I, I, I still can't remember where we met. But um, when, when, when did you meet, Todd? Again, I couldn't even tell you. Well, supposedly Rick nose grinded a handrail that he claims he didn't do in like the early <laughs> 90s. He swears to God he didn't do it. But that was definitely like a West Bank legend. Unless there was like another Rick, but I'm pretty sure it was him. Yeah. Well, you just got to roll with it. That's good. That's no, there's a couple. Definitely heard about like from a teenage years already, probably. Well, you're a few years younger than me, so it was probably a little bit when I was a little bit older, but. But yeah, the name was always there. When I actually physically met him, I met his hair first. <laughs> <laughs> That's what it was. I, it was at Juan's Flying Burrito, now that I remember it. Damn. Because he had a Tribe Called Quest shirt on. Oh. And I was like, who's this dude? Yeah. <laughs> who's this and, dude? Uh, this and, dude don't know Tribe. <laughs> no, no, no. I was just like, who's this dude? And, yeah. then, and then I asked somebody, and it... It took me like five seconds to describe you, and they're like, "This Todd Taylor," and I was like, "Oh, that's Todd Taylor." I think they might have already said that you had a Tribe Called Quest shirt on. <laughs> but yeah, there was this rumor, and I mean, who knows? Rick claims it's not him, but there was this rumor. There's this, this, like, there's this handrail. If you know this, like in skateboarding, it's a five or six stair handrail at the ferry. On the yeah. West Bank side, mm -hmm. there was a big one on the East side. Yeah. But it was a five-star hammer on. There's always a story. This kid Rick from the West Bank knows. Oh yeah. no, that's definitely true. But it was a it was a five-zero. Oh, it was five-zero. Oh, okay. Five-zero, even better. 
Nah, but still <laughs> no, good. Still no, good. No, still good the for the I, time. The way I did it, it still was way better. I mean, we weren't doing it. We weren't. We, we just look at it. <laughs> maybe, maybe try a weak nose slide or something. <laughs> but I definitely heard about like this kid Rick that maybe didn't skate anymore that nose grinded that handrail. Yeah, maybe it was like I don't know. Maybe it was like Rick. He's like Mike Ledette's friend. Or something. Ledette was there. Ledette was there. He was the he was the one. He like cheered, and I looked up at him, and I was like, Ooh, "That must have been good." <laughs> It felt it was almost accidental, but it worked out for me. What can I say? That's awesome. Too too bad there wasn't there wasn't video cameras invented then. That's what happened. And I was talking I was talking about this recently the other day with uh with Jordan and Charles about how I decided I wanted to make a sponsor me tape. Oh yeah. And that, that was after that. Like after that happened, I was like, I'm gonna make a tape. And then I went back and tried to do that again and I couldn't. And and that, like, I probably two weeks later, I just stopped skating because it, <laughs> yeah, it, it sucked. Well, it sucked all the fun out of it. Like, yeah. I was trying to get tricks for a video, and like, a, it just no, it was a disaster. I uh, I randomly found a sponsor me tape uh, in my stash of of VHSs from this dude that came. He he was he was like this mythic kid. I'm not leaving here without that tape. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, I'll I'll find it. I, I uploaded it to YouTube, but I will. Oh, I'll, okay. I'll give it to oh, you. Oh, you already got it digitized. Yeah, I got. I'll, yeah, I can send you a link too. But it's like hidden on my like you know. <laughs> but but it's funny. It's like this dude. I can't even remember his name. But it was like it was like late 80, 88 and nine, and uh, this dude came from. We were living in the east, and the east was you know rough. And uh, um, uh, dude came in from uh, New Jersey, and we're like, "Yo!" Like, <laughs> and and uh, it, it he was he was like, he was like Mister No Comply. Like all of a sudden, like the No Comply was like the the big thing, and he was just like No Complying down down. She like, "Yo!" But he, but it's like I watch it, and it's like painfully bad. <laughs> it's like painfully bad. But the, the reason why I digitize it is a partner of mine that got killed. He's, uh, you hear his voice for like one second because there's this dog, like he was about to, like, the, the you know the uh, uh, Fox photo about, yep. a, about a car wash, right? And they have, they have that little. Yeah, the car wash was, I was explaining, I was telling this, the car wash was like the skate That spot. was a spot, right? And so it was like, it was, it was literally that there was like a veterinarian place that had like a drop off. I don't even know how you would explain it. It's still there. It's, yeah, it's still there. The, I, but anyway, it was he was he was going to do it. He was he was going to no, no comply off of it. And this guy, this guy is like walking this like uh, mini min pin, like the mini, miniature yeah, Doberman pincher uh-huh. or whatever. But it just got his ears clipped. And the guy's walking through the shot, and you you hear you hear uh, um, uh, Eric. Uh, the partner, partner, I was, he was, he was like, no, huh? like, and so like, <laughs> I digitized the whole thing to make everybody that was like, like homies in that whole section, like, I was like, watch it to the end. That was the payoff. That was the payoff, and but everybody was like, oh shit, it made me cry, man, like you know, <laughs> so yeah. That was the little zone in the east that people didn't know. So like the skate shop was like down the block. Oh Toxic yeah, Toxic was down the Toxic block. Toxic skates, yeah. Toxic. It was like kind of the perfect little zone. Toxic was down the block. The Fox photo had the cool little drop. Yeah, K and B across wash. the yeah the car wash. Yeah, no, K and no, B across the street. You forgot the most street. important part is the McDonald's was behind the car wash. So yep. like you go get your two. It was like two for two Big Mac or whatever. Yep. You know, you're like a kid. You like stole a bunch well, of quarters from somebody. Super hot, and you would go sit in the K and B, drink a YooHoo, and fucking look at skate magazines. <laughs> like, yeah. And they had they had, a, they, had, they had some wall ride spots behind it, which was cool too. But there yeah, was a, there was a Taco Bell that served that purpose for us. Yeah, that's the occasionally. West Bank cast. It wasn't that close to where I was, but that was Ledette had some kind of. He had like a Chevette. 
maybe. <laughs> he would take his old burgers and stick them in the, in the heater like, <laughs> to heat them up. It was wild. So for some dumb reason, I remember this the other day, though. So, you know, there's the K and B in yep. the kind of cat corner, like a weird, there was the Dell Champs, right? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Right so, right. like, I did my first 360 flip in that Dell Champs parking lot on some, on a Tony Hawk medallion board. If you've ever seen that, that thing, I could not, I couldn't even 360 that thing this day. Like, I must have been strong or something. <laughs> but, yeah. The will was strong. Yeah, yeah but the, but and that, that 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 was a mess. They had a mess. It was connected to the whole Cinema Eight p- parking lot, right? Like, yeah, yeah, that was the Children's Palace. Oh and, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they had those little four stair handrails, and mm-hmm. I think they had like the, they had a bunch of curbs. I think I think they had like super good ground. It was like the newest build. That was like the newest building in the East, and yeah. it had like the curbs and the ground. Who now? Little do people know, uh, Anthony Mackie, Captain America owns. Oh, was he gonna do something? He was trying to. Yeah, it was gonna. It's all. It's all. It's all been knocked down. But he, he, yeah, he's he's trying to do a movie studio or whatever. But I think he 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 copped it. He bought it. So, <laughs> but anyway, that's that's nothing that we're involved in. I, I did not know that. <laughs> although, although you know what? It's funny. Is Rome uh, went to elementary school with with Anthony, and when Katrina happened, that was the only person he can get in phone in, in talk, you know, contact with. And Anthony like stopped everything. Like he was, he was shooting a movie or whatever. Stopped everything. He was like, "Yo, I got to talk to this person. This is my partner." Whatever. That was the only person you could get. To That's the only person. <laughs> no, but it, it wasn't a dude that he was like regular, you know, regularly in contact with. But it was he was in his phone over, you know, being, you know, whatever. So it's like a funny story. But so uh, talk about um, going back to it. Like you do a lot of photography though, and you do a lot of film photography. Like, talk about, like, I mean, you just like different formats? Or? I'll, I'll, I'll break the whole thing down. <laughs> it's like, I got, a, I got math, a method to this madness. So, I mean, yeah, I've, I actually had a camera when I was young, like a Canon Rebel film, obviously. Like, um, had a Canon Rebel, didn't know what I was doing. Shot a lot of stuff. Some of it came out cool, some of it, you know, a lot of auto stuff. And then at some point it broke or whatever, and I just didn't have a camera for a while. And then when digital cameras came out, I, I think I met Brady, you know, I don't know, y'all know Brady, but Brady was, a, Brady was into photography and I met Brady. So I bought, I think like, yeah, probably like 2002 or something or 2003. I bought one of the first like uh, DSLRs or whatever, an SLR, whatever you call it, DSLR. And I was shooting a lot with that. I was super stoked on it. And then like, I don't know, just started like kind of, I guess, like ordering stuff off the internet. I saw um, Turntable Lab so, sold a bunch of lomography stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, Brady had had a Brady had a Holga he got from Alex. So I, he took a picture of me on a Holga. I didn't really know what it was, but he was like, mm-hmm. he kind of told me he was like, oh, it's like this old camera. It's like a kind of a shitty camera, but it like it's like an art kid camera. Yeah. And then yeah, I guess like I was probably just having money and being bored, and I bought like this was probably oh five. I ordered a Holga off the internet, mm-hmm. and uh, I actually ordered it from Turntable Lab. So mm-hmm. Obviously, it was doing DJ shit, but. Um, <laughs> And I kind of liked the contrast. I was like, I had a digital camera and then I'd walk around and shoot a lot of digital. And then this was like the exact opposite. It was like a big film camera, but it was grimy. Yeah. So you kind of had the big film detail, but it was like, and I was like, oh, but then I could shoot perfect on digital. So I did that for a while. And then I always had like some just variations of toy cameras. And then I got an old uh, medium format for my dad. And if you ever shoot medium format, that shit's just beautiful. And then it kind of still, but I think it really, and I just had, to, oh, I had the, the Lomo Fisheye. That was mm-hmm. my party cam. Yeah. I don't know if you know the Lomo Fisheye. Yeah, I got one of those. <laughs> so that was my party cam. I'd always DJ. And then you bring that and you had to flash. And like, you like, you know, that was like right when people were getting those Canon Elf sheets. And like, 
So it was like right in the world of like when people like they pull out the camera, you'd like duck it. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But the Lomo, it was so wide and so fast you couldn't duck it. Like you just like like it lit, it's like if I get my arm up, you were done. Like pow. <laughs> so like you would just I would shoot a lot of that. So I was shooting all this like kind of weird film, and then I finally, uh, you know, I was still digital a lot. I got I got some money and I got like a 5D and I was going digital. And then, but I still had toy film cameras. Mm-hmm. And then really what it was, was like, I don't know the time frame. We're just going to say, let's just say 2012 for the sake of argument. But it was like whenever everybody started to get an SLR and then mm-hmm. the phones started to get real big. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what's going to set me apart? Like yeah. what? And I was like, yo, film. Like I just got to shoot more film. And that was really it. It was just like, because it really got to the point. I feel like there was like a weird stage of SLRs. You all might remember where like, if you had SLR, all you had to do is take a decent photo. Yeah. But then it got to like where phones were so good. Like how does your SLR, so you had to get better at an SLR. And then I wanted to separate myself more. And I was like, well, let's just get a film camera. Yeah. And you got your SLR. And like, it's kind of weird because there's a lot of film purists that don't get down with this concept. But it's like, Yo, you got the best $3,000 light meter in the world. Like, boom, set all your light up, get your photo, cool, boom, shoot the rest of it with film. It's yeah. going to look good, you know yeah, what I'm yeah. saying? But yeah, there's some people that have some problems with that. Like, it's, it's Oh, dumb. like actually like shooting digital and film, like almost like yeah. a safety net is the... And they think like, they. I mean, there's a lot of people that don't want a safety net. And there's a lot of people just think it's like, it's cheap. Like I've definitely had people that were like, that have both of those cameras in their bag like, I need a light meter. And I was like, you have an amazing light meter right there. Like yeah. just work it out right there. Yeah. And that, then, that then shoot sense. your film. That You're supposed sense. to cheat. <laughs> they, they, they don't even know. They don't even know. Like I, I literally remember like going back to Brady. He doesn't deserve all this props. But uh, <laughs> we went and we did this uh, shoot for him when it was like before, like there was really digital, like a lot of digital stuff. And it was really cool because he had a medium format with the uh, Polaroid back mm-hmm. and seeing the process. It was like, so he like, he did like a, a like he had flashes and he did like a meter check, but then he he bracketed. He had the uh, the Polaroids. Oh yeah. And he bracketed like five or six shots with the Polaroids. But that's what that's what we would do when we would shoot sixteen. We would set a scene and then we had Polaroids and then and then that that lasted for I don't know three or four years and then then the Polaroid film was hard to get. But we would we would uh, literally shoot the scene. You'd look at the Polaroid and then you would adjust your lighting from there. Yeah, yeah. So we he he would bracket and he'd have me like writing like oh this is that f four this is that f five and then I remember he had them all laid out and he was like okay that's what I want and then he would set his camera to that load up his film and then do his shoot. You know, so it's the yeah. same thing. It's just yeah. a not quite as cool process, I guess. Do you, do you find uh, the the uh, digital stuff? Do you try to like grime it up, or you just you just try to? Because I'm I'm I'm. Oh, I definitely grime it up. Okay. I definitely grind it up. I've definitely had people like get mad that they've been like tricked or something, and I'm like, no, that's the look I like. I mean, yeah. and I don't think, and I think that's a weird thing with filmmaking. I'm kind of glad we ended up here. Is like, I don't. I I think a lot of people don't realize. I don't necessarily think that like whoever made like even the video cameras and everything now i don't think they intended it for it to go out that way mm-hmm. they were giving you a clean slate and then you're supposed to go grade that you're yeah. supposed to create your art from that you yeah. know and like absolutely and digital yeah when you're shooting a digital photo you're not supposed to take that out like that's just a that's just a perfect start and you're supposed to create something but yeah i definitely uh, pumped the grain up to 80 and, uh, you know, pull, yeah i mean when they pull, pull the shadows out throw some green in there maybe some magenta look like make it look like those 
you know, the colors of those photos in your grandma's drawer, you know? <laughs> when they first conceived of the sampler, they never thought somebody would go and just sample a record and loop it, right? That's <laughs> yeah, not what it was intended for at all. So, but that, I mean, that that's the kind of thing that changes the world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, but, but kind of even with the sampler, like, right? Like samplers come with these built-in sounds. You're not supposed to use the built-in sounds. <laughs> no. They're there, right? Yeah. Which I heard, like, isn't is an all of um, many, uh, in all his beats, like the sounds that come in the machine. Yeah, no, the, they're like box yeah, sounds. It's like a uh, eight hundred eight, right? Like the whole. No, and I don't think, I think it's newer than eight hundred eight. Oh, I'm really? sure. No, the stuff comes with like loops now. Like I got, I, I just downloaded, uh, I bought this new digital audio workstation or whatever, and it comes with all this like preloaded stuff, like pre-made loops and da da da. It's like why? And it was a lot of like space. It was like big files. I was like, there's no way I'm I'm not taking this. What, who would want this? <laughs> yeah, a yeah. Pre-made loop? Are you kidding me? But I think yeah, I don't think you're supposed to take your digital photos. I mean, I don't know. It'd be great to like talk to somebody at like Canon or something. It's like, yeah. yo, is it supposed to? Is this the way it's supposed to look? Yeah. Or is like, are we supposed? Like, what was the point when y'all came up with this? Like these color, like, are we supposed to make it dirty? You know, yeah. are we supposed to not make it. Supposed to make it. You know, supposed to make it look. Supposed airbrushed. to suit your needs. Yeah. There you go. Well, it's it's funny because it's like I can't like I make like the things that I find beauty beautiful tend to be beautiful be- <laughs> beautiful um you know grimy and shit but part of it is like I, every once in a while you'll see like a f- like film or you know an image or whatever and it's like just like you know like Ansel Adams it's just like perfectly right, clean yeah, yeah. and it's like I appreciate it but uh, I never forget Aaron uh who's part of time code one of the founders of time code uh one of our buddies uh in film school they got together to play the guitar, and and this dude's like, you know, like he looks like a trucker from, you know, like Georgia. He's got long red hair with the ringlets and a beard and the Gamecocks hat and all that stuff. Not Aaron. Not Aaron. Uh, this was uh, Mike, and um, and so Mike loves Nirvana, like fucking loves Nirvana. This is like, you know, the '90s, so he's like, he loves fucking Nirvana, and they sit down and they're just gonna like drink beer and jam, and he's and Aaron's like, dude. He wants to play Nirvana so bad, but he can't. But fucking sweet home Alabama just pours out his fingertips. <laughs> and it's like, you know what I mean? It's like he can appreciate the other thing, but he just can't do it. And I can't, like, I can't make those, like, really pristine. Like, sometimes I see on, like, Instagram and stuff where the guys go in and gals, uh, but go in and, and, like, basically digitally painting the whole image. Yeah. And they look amazing, but I'm like... I couldn't do that. It looks plastic. No, to me, you have to. You know, as an artist, you have to identify what you are and what you're not. I mean, it's part of figuring out. It's a process of figuring out what you are and what you're not, and refining what you do. Because I mean, there's so much music that has influenced influenced me and that that I love. But I, really thinking about, it, I'm like that. I, as much as I love that, I could. I can't do that. It's yeah. not. It's not in me. And it's just like if it ain't you, it ain't you. But yeah. yes, it's beautiful. Do you ever like? Do you ever like? Because sometimes I do this. It's like some like. Do you ever think like, damn, I like my my taste stopped at like ninety five. <laughs> like, oh, like, yeah. so you're saying that things got better since ninety yeah. five? <laughs> no. That's peak art, dude. Like yeah. no, ninety seven. Like that's probably peak art. You know, I don't know. What's crazy to me is when you watch like you new, new stuff and you like. I guess you like watch some Blu Ray version of some shit. Yeah. And you're like. Yo, I don't, I don't remember any of this stuff in the film. Like, I, I think we went to some night where they were playing, like, Labyrinth. Yeah. And there's totally a scene where, like, I guess, like, on the original the VHS, you really just didn't see, like, the background. But yeah. then, like, it's blown up on 4K. And I'm like, 
Yo, I didn't know that that, and you know, it is kind of weird because, yeah, somebody probably spent weeks building that <laughs> set. And, like, you just didn't see it on V8. Maybe you saw it in a movie theater. I don't know, mm. but yeah. Uh, so what, what kind of stuff are you working on now besides just, like, destroying, you know, engineers' <laughs> dreams for, 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 for beauty, beautiful, clean <laughs> images? Um, nothing specific. Um, I just, I've been having fun with, like, you, you talked about, you saw me at the art show. I had fun with, uh, I've kind of just been experimenting with the, the VHS with the GoPro. And I think mm -hmm. there's a lot of other things that could be done with that. Like, uh, I just like what I did with that, which I think people that are listening wouldn't understand is I, I layered the videos together and then I kind of figured out how to like come in and out of it and just whatever. And I mean, I think the truthfully, like when I was done editing, I think I was kind of tired and I watched it and I was like, yo, this might be like seizure and like, <laughs> it was giving me a headache to watch it. And I had to send it out to someone and I was like, is this even watchable? And they're like, no, it's really good. I'm like, all right, like I need to go to bed and watch it tomorrow. And I watch it, I'm like, all right, it's kind of cool. Like whatever, you know? Well, you, you had pointed out a, a filmmaker, uh, that was that would when he was skating he had two cameras in his hand oh yeah kind of talk about because that's kind of like it's almost like what just you know in a weird way like so uh i can't think of his name right now but he did the uh, uh, philly guys right colin reed he's yeah. new york guy oh uh, new york guy spirit quest okay yeah which is kind of weird because he's a one like he's like a i think he's like a post-production guy so uh -huh. he like you know he does all this stuff on like high eight like you know probably 4k like post-production mm -hmm. But you know he's he's a skateboard dork filmer, so he films with VXs. Yeah, and he I I've never met the dude. I don't even know. I don't even know what he looks like if I'd see him. But like I imagine he just smokes tons and tons of weed <laughs> because his his ideas are so insane. But he so he did this the intro of the video. The whole video is nuts. I you can find pieces of it online. So Spirit Quest once again, and the intro though he shot it with two fisheye VXs. And then he got the idea from seeing uh, what's that little lizard that can move their eyes separately? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, the the the, the uh, Budweisers. It's got like yeah. crazy like pictures. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. All right, somebody's going to go fact check this. <laughs> Some put, kind of put a little correction in here because we're we all know, dummies. We this is our story. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So he was like, yeah, because it can move its eyes. So he would like film the same thing and then he would move it independently. But what he was then he got tricky because he realized like. He could sneak things in, so he'd move it independently. But then he'd like he'd cut to like another shot when he bought it back together, and it's hard to describe. But he kind of did all these little sneaky things in there, and he was like, "Oh, like, like that." Like guy, it's almost like it's it, it's it, you like that might be a jump cut, but it looks like the same. He got, he mixed run? it great, yeah. He, but then like, he would like, but then you'd be like, "Well, wait, how'd this guy come? Like, how's this guy on the left side and the right side yeah. now?" He would do like weird stuff like that. And I mean, the dude did tons of just crazy stuff. And it was man. matching, so it was like this weird sort of like you knew it was the same run. Yeah. Well, because he well he did one, the one I think of is he so he he filmed the guy and he was like filming him with the two cameras and it was like you could see where it was split in the middle, mm -hmm. but then the guy <laughs> went left and right. Yeah. And then it kind of just goes and it follows the one dude and yeah. then he comes back and he ollies himself. But it's obviously like, I think it was to be corny. Like you can tell it's like another dude in a wig. Yeah. But he just did all these sort of like mind tricks that he did yeah. and then would kind of like bring them back in. And I think the intro is online and everybody should go watch it. But he did tons of cool stuff. His name's Colin Reed. He did, um, they filmed the line and I guess they filmed it twice and he cut it from day to night. Oh, that's cool. Like the dude's in the middle yeah. of the street and it just, it's dark. Like goes, like it's, it starts in the day huh. and he just filmed them close enough that like. You couldn't tell the cut. That he's like the exact same 
plays, so he just matched it, and then it goes from... He Hitchcocked yeah. them. Yeah, he yeah, Hitchcocked, Hitchcocked them. them. Back to Hitchcock. I've never even watched a Hitchcock film. Really? No. You should check out Psycho. Psycho's cool. I don't think I've watched any... I think you would dig Psycho. The reason why it's Psycho is so dope is it starts off as one movie, and then all of a sudden it's like... Wait, he's, holy shit, it's another movie. He's got great movies. You should watch yeah. Frenzy. It's a very little Frenzy's known movie, but too. later, yeah. Like the, I liked uh, Rope. Rope like, was a good one. Like The Crying Game? The cr- you know what? I saw the. Cr- I recently watched The Crying Game again. It's like two movies. It's fucking crazy, yeah. Yeah, I think I'd only, you know, I hadn't like, seen it in years, and I watched it like a year ago. I think like you in the 90s, that was like your friend jump scares you. They make you watch that one scene. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, like if everybody watches it, they know it's seen it. I'm yeah. glad you told me. I've never seen it. you so. never seen it? No, no, but it was the thing that that's a that's a film, oddly enough, that's a film that like in the 90s, because like a lot of us come out of the 90s in the sense where it was like the Tarantinos and all this stuff, but that was one of those films that everybody talked about. It was, it, it did it did a usual suspects, basically. Yeah. Well, anyway, well, thank you very much. That, <laughs> yeah, that's thanks. a good thing to end on. Did we cover <laughs> any of the things you wanted to cover? Yes, yes. <laughs> we did, and more. <laughs> time Code Presents is a Time Code No Look production. Hosted by Randy Perez, produced by Ricardo Barros. Special thanks to our guest today, Todd Taylor. You can find him on Instagram, at Tizza and Bradles. As far as Timecode NOLA goes, you can find out what we're up to at timecodenola.com or just ask somebody. Later.